Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Animus, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the man who once tried to order a Yuri on Ice from his local ice cream man <laughs> and was only met with strange looks. It's Will. How are you this week, Will? I'm good. My ice still hasn't come. I'm really disappointed. Um, that's it. Uh, yours are just, they're just getting weirder and weirder, though. So I think you're going to really struggle on episode 50 when it's like I, 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 there's no more puns left in the universe actually that's probably a lie it's probably never ending isn't it the the puns honestly i i struggled with this one today oh, i was right. like i was looking back at the i was trying to link it to ones that are we've you, already done are you regretting like, starting mm. it a, a little bit but I, i'm in too deep now yeah. <laughs> i can't stop <laughs> brilliant what you, well i'm very good sam how are you and what you've been up to this week uh, I'm good, thank you, Will. Uh, I have been watching lots of anime this week because the new winter season has started. We talked about it last week, mm. about what the seasons uh, were, and the shows have started in earnest. So I've picked up Skate the Infinity, I've picked up Doctor Stone Season 2, I've picked up ReZero Season 2 Part 2, um, <laughs> among others. But I also watched an entire show over the course of this week. I watched um, Fate Apocrypha, um, which is a show from like 2017, which was just so full of insane animation techniques. How did you find the time Um, to keep up with winter releases and watch an entire series? That's impressive. Remember I told you I was up until 2am last night? (laughs) True. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) What do you think I was doing? (laughs) I I thought you were preparing for the podcast, but apparently you're just (laughs) sorting yourself out. That's fine. And in every sense of the word, I imagine, if you're watching this kind of show. (laughs) Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah aside from catching up on everything uh that's about it for me how about you what have you been up to uh this this week um i i, I binged um erased after last week you you and me were both oh, quite nice. excited about that so um you you finished it and were like you need to go watch it through so i did and you know i've got i've got some comments on that but that was a that's that, that's for another time really enjoyed it it's it, honestly wrapping it up in one word i'd say like beautiful. Because, beautiful yeah because i think there's, there's there are some things wrong with it but it's done in such a, like it's trying to be so artistic i think it's sort of it's really earnest isn't it yeah it's, it's doing its best to kind of tell its story yeah a lot a lot of people had similar things to say when it came out about uh especially kind of like how the how it wraps up in the ending yeah but yeah I, I appreciate it for what it tries to do. It takes a shot. Yeah. And while everything doesn't always land, I appreciate the fact that they went for it. Yeah. 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 Um, apart from that, I bought I bought a Lego car. So it was my... Oh, it, I saw your flash new wheels. It was my birthday and I, uh, my girlfriend bought me a small Lego car. And then from that, I was like, I've got a bit of money for my birthday that are in the form of Amazon gift cards because that's all relatives get us nowadays because they don't know what to buy us. And it's easy because nice. you can get everything on Amazon. So I was like, I mean, I'm invested now. I need to get a bigger one. So I spent a lot of money on a big Lego Technic car. And oh, that's going to be my day today. <laughs> it's a snow day today. So I am going, I'm going to go berserk on that and just try and bash it out today. Um, Amazing. Yeah. It does look really cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And it's it's one of those ones that's, it's a Technic one. So it's like 10 plus. It says on the box 10 plus. So it's one of those really intimidating ones. Is that a bit too old for you? Well, genuinely, it's one of those... it's intimidating because it says it's for 10 plus so if i can't do it it's like this is pitched at adults so you know don't try it if you're less than you know it's it's got that 
I need to be oh, able to okay. do it. I, I need to be able to do it. It's scary. It's got springs. Lego does. This is your Everest. Lego shouldn't have springs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This has got like fully. Are you actually about to build a Lego car that you can drive out into the? It's got working steering. Into the it's wild. got um a. It's got what pistons. The hell, man! Pistons that move in the engine. It's got. It's it's got everything, man. It's a, yeah. I had like a box of random Lego when I was a kid, and now Lego is actually becoming autonomous. <laughs> I played with ridiculous. Mega Blocks. That was fun. <laughs> I had Playmobil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so nerds of many facets, the both of us, I think, uh, at the moment. So, uh, yeah, apart from that, I've been watching a new anime, Sam. What? A brand new anime, you say? Yes, yes, and um, it's Grimgar, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, whatever that is. So this week we are watching Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, which was a, a nightmare to search for because it had a slightly different name on Funimation and places where I found it. Um, yeah. And the the rule of this show is that we decide whether this show can be shown to a novice. Um, we base it on just the first three episodes and we uh, an- try and answer three questions to decide whether it's a good enough gateway show. Um, to enter the universe. The first question is, is it conceptually good? Does it, is it a good idea for a show? Are there any fundamental turnoffs? Is there anything big and glaring that should stop a novice or an amateur, uh, watching this for the first time? And does it make you want to watch more? Does it have that X factor that keeps bringing you back and pushes you further into the series? Sam, what is Grimgar? Tell me about Grimgar. Grimgar. Well, Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, otherwise translated sometimes as Grimgar Ashes and Illusions, yes. is the 2016 one-core isekai anime from A1 Pictures. Uh, the show follows a group of novice adventurers who appear to come from modern Earth as they battle their way through this unforgiving fantasy world. Uh, it's based off of a run of light novels that are still ongoing to this day. The most recent one came out uh, last year at the end. Uh, and the show has spawned a manga adaptation and honestly is a bit of an unsung hero in the anime community. A lot of people know of Grimgar, but it doesn't have the same kind of popularity as uh, some other very big hitters. So we're, we're looking at a, a bit of a uh, an underdog Ooh. here today, Will. Um, what did you think? What were your overall impressions uh, of Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash oh, before Sam, we delve in? Do I have some overarching thoughts? What? is this show i i've got a look. <laughs> honestly it's um it's uh, okay so um without without we'll talk about uh, i'm trying not to spoil things too much but it's really difficult because i've got a lot of, a lot of things to say about this show for me this was it, it got me gripped straight away there was um it reminded mm. me of a cross between uh dan matchy with the medieval yep. sword fighting monsters uh sao because we get this sense that like they're not in their reality they've been pulled out and they don't really they've got to sort of fight their way through to try and get answers that's that kind of isekai vibe whatever that means about uh isekai means like another world oh yeah like a a different world yeah so that this is a whole genre of of anime shows i got that that. those vibes from it yeah it's all coming back to me um and um it also reminds me of uh, the Ma- of Maze Runner. Like it's got some very much Maze Runner vibes. Have you seen? Have you read the books? Or oh, seen I have watched Maze Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see where you're getting the comparison there, especially with the amnesia stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, and the the fact that they wake up in this new world with 
out of the in this black box like in in maze runner they get pulled up from in this crate all alone and they get introduced with no memories yeah very very much maze runner vibes and i love that series of books i got well into that films not so mm. much the films are crap i was gonna say i've only seen the films oh. some of the films and i just remember the eyebrows kid is in it Yes, eyebrows kid is in it. The guy from I love that. I love that. I can say that to anybody, <laughs> and everybody always knows who that person is. <laughs> I feel sorry for the guy because I've never learned his name. Oh, but, I know. love him though. I think he's a great actor. I, I I I will watch anything with him. He's a kid from um, Love Actually, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's the other kid. That's the Love Actually kid, <laughs> who I also don't remember the oh, name. Oh shit! Who's eyebrows? The kid? eyebrows kid is the one with the eyebrows clearly <laughs> oh my god we've got different see yeah that was the first kid that came to mind and now i think about it he doesn't have anything wrong with his eyebrows so i don't know why i assumed he was eyebrows kid i just assumed that was who you meant um who's i i can't even picture eyebrows kid so i think it's something else he's been in. he was in i don't know we're getting off topic yes okay so eyebrows ki- yeah um uh, wait what are we talking about we're not doing this this is the maze runner episode right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah maze runner not grim girl no. okay um so yeah lots of crossover vibes lots of different things going through my mind at the beginning and from then on it was just such a slow slog of three episodes um i died oh oh my god not a fan of the pacing then well the good thing is we'll be finished quickly because i haven't i've got some big problems (laughs) with this show that i'm gonna that'll probably come up fairly quickly and i'll end up repeating myself for the rest of the episode um, wonderful yeah. so shall we get into episode one then why not let's live through this for a third time um <laughs> we get introduced to uh our group our main group of uh, our party of adventurers yes and they're they're fun they're really bad at their job um oh they are so bad at their job we start off with them fighting a goblin and tiny little goblin <laughs> everything they are just messing up every single step of the way now, the animation is really good. It's really clean and there's a lot of attention to detail from it. I especially like when uh, the Harry Hero, our kind of protagonist, like does a knife attack and there's like a big glow behind his blade and his, his eye. The one, the one they... good thing about this series of these three episodes, the one saving grace are the action scenes. The action scenes are sick. Um, but They are so good. Yeah, but that is the only small sli- oh. sliver of goodness. <laughs> oh, this uh, this might be one of the first times that we are like diametrically opposed oh, in our position on the show. I'll convince you. Interesting. I'll get you. I'll get okay, you. okay, you'll pull me around, yeah. will you? Well, our party basically completely scuffs this encounter uh, with a goblin. Yeah. Um, and they explain that it's a life or death situation, which is interesting because you usually don't get that level of sense, that level of threat with other action heavy power fantasy shows here it's like oh i i know what this is you've got the healer you've got the uh the dps you've got all that they're going to beat this goblin easily and we're going to see a cool DP- showcase DPS. of their skills is that so they can find their damage around? per second all oh, right okay <laughs> no that's GPS, um, sorry. um oh yes <laughs> siri take me to <laughs> yeah but yeah we we have this expectation that we're going to just see this party pull off some badass stuff and they don't. No. They just, they lose and go home to lick their wounds. Yeah. And I like that the villains are like the, the, the monsters and stuff have some, uh, sense about them. You know, they're, they're reacting quite natural. It, it feels natural, um, for, for a goblin that, you know, obviously I, I know so much about. And, um, 
that, but do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, the way they, the way they move, the way they sort of sense things. And the, it seems very, it's not just like mm. a generic, I'm going to trudge along like a zombie and, uh, swing my arms. It's, uh, yeah, there's a level of realism to the, the bad guys as well, yeah. to the monsters. And even we see a scene later on where there's three goblins sat around a fire mm. and they they cheers and they kind of, they're lounging and scratching themselves. Yeah. So they have a bit of character among, aside from just being herder, goblin bad well it's you contrast it to uh uh dan matchy don't you where the monsters are just generic uh all the same you know well we've killed 1700 of these and they're all they'll just come at you as a, as a swarm and they've got no mm. personality or anything so yeah it's a, it's that's a nice touch i like that um makes it a bit more interesting um so they, they, they do a really bad job and they go home empty-handed um and they wake up the next day and okay there's a couple of saving graces the the banter between the characters at times yes. is good it, it's funny and clever hmm. um and this this is the first example of that where he's like oh dude what's up with your eyes and he's like i've told you this before <laughs> this is just how my eyes look they've always looked like this and it's like oh come on <laughs> just admit you're sleepy dude it's fine and it's just this he just gets bullied for that so much that this the course of these episodes I, I forgot how much uh how the hero gets slack for his eyes mm. and it's like i'm kind of like is that is that is that kosher is that okay <laughs> you can't you can't keep calling him droopy eye dude <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but then again ranta is just an unapologetic asshole so who who's that ranta Ra- the redhead ranta guy. yeah he's 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 a terrible person He's he's the narrator. He is an awful person. He's he's the narrator of this series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got such Naruto vibes from him, and he reminds me. The more I watch this, have you seen Misfits, the UK Channel Four show? I've seen like the first season. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've not seen it when they changed the cast. No, no. Well, I have, but that doesn't matter because it, the the original series. He reminds me of um, the dude out of that. I can't remember his name now. Uh, Ah, uh, the Irish guy from, uh, he's in Umbrella Academy. He's well. in Umbrella Academy. He's in the, uh, the Mortal Engines film. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he reminds me of that character as well. Yeah, he's just, he's, he's an asshole. He knows he's an asshole and he's not going to say sorry for it. No. And, and he just keeps going and pushing and just winding people up. He's like, clearly had a, had a troubled childhood. Um, and is not that he remembers it because no. one of the big features of this show is that, uh, our, and we find out through flashbacks throughout the first episode mm. that um, the heroes who have joined the voluntary uh, squad come what we can assume from modern day Earth because they turn up in like tracksuits, yeah. modern looking clothing, um, and they are, but they're without their memories, so they've got no idea how they got here, and they keep using terms like cell phone and yeah, game. That's that's fun. But they don't know what it means. I like that. That's fun. Yeah, it's an interesting hook. Especially uh, when, like, the, the first... That's not explained straight away, so we get this mention of, like, oh, it's not like it's in a video game, and they're like, what do you mean? What, what's a video game? And they're like, I don't, <laughs> what's a video I don't, game? I don't know. <laughs> it just sort of came out. I have no idea why I said that. So it, you get this sense that, yeah, yeah. It's just a really. It's a. Re- they're showing you that rather than telling you what's going on. It's like holy. There's something here. There's something going on here that we don't. That they don't understand and we don't understand. It's not just your typical uh, adventure. Um, yeah, there's another layer. Um, there's extra. Which layers. yeah, it's okay, cool. That's fun. as well. That's, that's good. That 
when they kind of get brought into this uh, voluntary army thing, it's, it's clearly happened before because the, the armed guards in the tower take them all to Brittany, who's this kind of sultry uh, owner of this guild. And he basically explains, okay, I'm going to give you 10 silver coins if you sign up. And then you've got to go out, you've got to kill monsters, you've got to take the loot from the monsters, come back and sell it. Mm. So you're basically playing Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. Go do video game stuff. Yeah. And get rewarded for it. Yeah. And uh, we get Renji, who just goes, who decides to speed run the entire game and go, I, yeah. you're a pervert. <laughs> Leave me alone. Tell me what I want to know. And so the guy tries to cut him and he just grabs the sword. He just grabs the blade. Like, dude. He's like bleeding. You could have lost hand. so many fingers. And then, and then, and then he's like, he makes some sort of threat and it's like, what well, you, you couldn't catch me anyway. Like you, you could try, but it's not going to work. While he's got the knife at his throat, and the dude just backs down and drops the knife, he's like, "Okay, we'll see, we'll see, um, we'll see." It's a really I'll get weird you later. interaction. I'll get you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he gives him the knife, like he literally just drops the knife. I'm sure because uh, the guy's holding the blade, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe he's just backed yeah. down a little bit. Um, so then they all decide that they have to join guilds, which is very gamey. Yeah, so role play. Yeah, similar to so in Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, you can change your job. I don't class, play those games. Which, <laughs> uh, one day I'll get you to play them. Oh god! But today is not that day. So essentially, in a lot of RPGs, you can take a job class, mm. which basically determines what weapons you use, what magic you can use, etc. And is that where they so got their weapons again, from? Because they don't really explain where they got the weapons from. They just turn up with weapons. Yeah, they don't really explain the weapons and armor. And I doubt that for the ten silver coins, judging by how expensive everything else in this world is, mm. they could have afforded that starting gear. Yeah. So I assume it must be like... Gifted. Here's your starting equipment, off you go. Yeah. Again, playing into that realism, they go to get their jobs and all of them have to spend a week with a master getting the living crap beaten out of them to learn the skills. And we follow our point of view character, Harahiro, to uh, the Thief's Guild because he's decided, ooh, I'm, I'm droopy-eyed and I'm no good, so I'm going to become a thief. And who do we meet, Will? <laughs> <laughs> for those of you at home you should see will's face he is despairing <laughs> i can't believe this is a thing like just it's just downright porn like it's it's just dominatrix to it, it, there's nothing i don't even want to talk about it sam it's okay so his uh What's the late instructor? Mental instructor. Instructor. Um, Sensei. Crush, like, is wearing very, you know, her biggest asset is her boobs, and boy, does she know it. And he's, she's sort of headlocks him into her boobs and then drops him to the floor. So he's on his knees saying he's very happy to have her as an instructor and he's going to do everything he says, as she says. And she says, if he fails, if he falls behind, he'll have to be punished. And mm. he sits up nice and straight and does everything she says. And she's, I promise I'll do my best. And uh, when he... She's definitely assaulted him over the course of that week. That is not even like... Yeah. Yeah. And when... when and he is not complaining. Retell- no, not at all. <laughs> when retelling this story, it's it's like, um, what's it, uh, what's the syndrome you get when you when you start to... Stockholm. Stockholm. <laughs> He's like, oh, she was very, <laughs> she was very strict and demanding. 
And uh, she pushed me hard. But I learned a lot. I le- but it was okay. Oh, my God. It's... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of dodgy. And we don't really see much of anybody else's uh, mental. No, it'd be good to see episode. other we people's, just... like, stories. I think that'd um, be... Yeah, that'd be... But no, we need to show the boob lady, Will. We have to show her off, otherwise the viewers will get bored. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to put... Like, the balance of this show is way off. The 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 all I don't even know. Very strange. I don't know where the like. I'm not going to get in. All right, I'm going to get into it. <laughs> okay. the, the, <laughs> later on, I'm going to settle in. There's four minutes of just him walking through the city, looking at people doing shit. It's the most mundane, <laughs> boring crap I've ever seen. And all we see. Oh, did you not like that? It's four minutes of a 21 minute show, Sam. It's like <laughs> a quarter, nearly a quarter of it. It's just no com- commentary, no conversation. Just him walking through the city, watching people buy crap, eat food. And the song's ma- good, though. Is it? Is it really? I like it. Dude, I watched this twice. <laughs> the second time, I oh, I, I played FIFA. I, 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 I had FIFA on. I was just like, I'm just going to play friendly while this is going on. And I just, I just sat there and played. I managed to get a half done. Oh. It was fine. You got <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> there was several times oh. in my second watch of this, there were several times when I just started playing FIFA. Just clocked it, out. It was just expositing or narrating over or the Or not even expositing, just, just montaging. Just montaging. And then they'll jump from that to this kind of scene and it's like where who what audience? Like you there's no way yeah, who is this for? There's no way this is the people that are watching it for the artistic montage of him travelling through the city are still watching it for these kind of scenes. Yeah. I mm. It's a very. See, I, um, I have a, a differing opinion on those ones because I think that I really like that scene. We'll get, to, we'll, we'll go okay. into it more, and I'll say why I like it when we get to that oh, point. Um, okay, so we just he's been to dominated wrap up to hell by his uh, episode one. We just, I, I really like the small details when they're traveling and they they stop for the campfire and they they take the time to have actually have to set up a campfire and mm. to like the, they slice the meat and they're making the soup on the go. Yeah, like, it's nice. It's like kind of. It, again, it's that level of realism for the the fact. It's like realistic fantasy. Yeah, I mean, it's that, realism like, to the extreme in. a lot of the time. A lot of the things in here are, mm. and, and that's why I get this get this feeling that it's so slow and so drawn out. It's because they're trying mm. to make it seem we take as for real. granted in yeah. games and movies and stuff like watching Lord of the Rings. We don't see it every single time they set down for camp. No, they're traveling for like months, months and months and months, aren't they? And yeah. when you play an RPG, you don't think about them stopping to rest you just heard her here's the next monster encounter i've beaten it i move on to the next one Mm. you don't think about the downtime and this show takes pains to show that downtime except at this point at the end of episode one there's been another five minutes being misogynistic and sexist to decides to just start talking about all of his party's chest sizes and then belittling them and making fun of them i I was listening whilst harahiro then starts eyeing up the mage and looking at her boobs and her thighs or whilst the other girl uh, mary decides to come in to save the day her solution to saving the day is to wrap herself over this girl and like nuzzle into her and like basically give ranter a boner because he yeah. gets his nosebleed and then just goes i i'm leaving <laughs> just like this this scene started what? off like oh okay they're doing this. They're talking about women's 
bodies objectively and okay right fine we've seen this before we're just gonna have to accept it oh wait it's still going oh wait it's ke- it's still going oh why why is this on. why is this still happening this this should have stopped a long time ago and i it needs to stop please thank you it goes on and on and on and it's like it's not even and weirdly um manato who's kind of the party leader who's the heel of the mate mm. Doesn't intervene at any point. Well, that's because he's a misogynistic prick as well. <laughs> he's the guy who just sits in the court. He's the guy who seems really cool, but then when you sit down at a party with him, he turns out to be like the far right <laughs> Trump supporter who's just never spoken his political views, isn't he? Yeah. He just lets things happen and doesn't let himself be accountable for anything. <laughs> oh God. Let's not let's not turn this political, Sam. Um <laughs> But yeah, you're you're right, you're not wrong. It, it ends off with Ranta being a bit of a dick and they find some goblins who are just chilling out and having a good time around the <laughs> yeah. fire. They're like, they're, they're, they're cheersing. Yeah. They're just, it kind of reinforces that idea of, oh, everything here is a living thing that doesn't want to die. Yeah. And then the ED plays. And well, it's not the ED. Isn't it? It's the OP. No, it's the ED. It's, it, it, in episode one, it's the OP over the the ed's visuals and then it changed the ed later really because i i didn't get an op in this episode yeah there wasn't an op all oh, right but the the ed credits yes. had the op song oh okay the right okay yeah right. and the ed yeah it's just a picture yeah it's just a it's a camera panning around a picture i like the song but that's because it's the op song yeah is it see i didn't even clock that <laughs> <laughs> i just I, I i sort of the song is a, a low it's slow build it's not it's not bad I, I genuinely didn't mind this is what i wrote for the ed bit it's a slow build not bad but not great and i think yeah. probably the it's visuals, a song the song isn't yeah it? the visuals probably ruined it for me more than anything that with that it was it was yeah it was i think especially mad. coming off the back of uh coming off the back of erased yeah. where the ed was just this cacophony of sounds and visuals mm. to come into this where it's literally just a single image it's a really nice pretty picture mm. and it's it ties into the halfway points of each episode where we get the splash card of a single character done in this really beautiful watercolor style yeah but that isn't enough to carry an ed like at least in sword art when it was just panning of uh, uh, kirito and asana at least their clothes move <laughs> there's no animation here. yeah true but I like the song. The, the, the song was is quite nice. It's quite a, yeah. a nice reflective song to end each episode off with. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for the OP, when I actually wrote about that in the beginning of episode two, I, I said that I liked the song. I said that it was a good song. I didn't mind it. So I guess it's sort of like the, the, the first song, the first time I listened to it as an ED, it was a four out of 10 and now it's a six out of 10. So it's sort of the, the, visu- <laughs> the visuals. That's still an increase. The visuals bumped it up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so with one band. Well, let's do the, let's do the OP yeah. whilst, whilst we're here. Yeah. There's one band called No Name mm. who do all of the the intro, the outro, and the insert songs. Um, I really like I really like the fiddles as the uh, the characters are running around doing their thing. Yeah. We get um, a lot of nice bits of animation. Though I did notice on the second watching of the OP that all the bits of character animation for each member of the party are the same bits that we used during the very first goblin fight. Oh, are they? So mm. it's recycled it from the episode. 
Interesting. Also, there's a bunch of marbles, I guess. Well, yeah, because this is um, in the Men in Black universe, and the universe <laughs> is in a marble, as we find out at the end of Men in Black. This is all in the same universe. How could I have been so blind? <laughs> I did like um, the... There's all those... Wait. Yeah, this is the one with all those artistic drawings and the statuesque hero poses and things like that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I yeah, thought yeah. they were cool. I thought they were nice. I, th- I feel like it's the uh, the artist here sort of taking liberties and being like, I want to do this. I like doing these kind of drawings and I'm going to do them. I'm going to do these ones specifically on a white background and you can't stop yeah. me. <laughs> I, do, I do like that the adventuring... Uh, designs that they have mm. in the OP are juxtaposed with them in their earth clothes or what we can assume to be earth clothes and they're, they're, when they're in their modern day clothes they look like they're kind of looking against the light and they're confused and then when they're in their adventuring gear they're a lot more confident and they're a lot more kind of focused in, in their actions um, so that's quite Very nice. insightful Sam Thank you very much. I do like to try. <laughs> um, back to the episode. Yeah. There's a, they missed a trick. It, there's a bit where... So, <laughs> episode two opens. We find out that Manito's been drinking and getting pissed at the pub, trying to find out stuff, apparently. Um, but he's, Information gathering, nah, he calls it. I say, going on a bender. He's going on a bender. And they agree that once we can afford it, we're all going to go get pissed and have a really good time of it. Um, and they do this awkward fist bump over the fire. Um, where he's, where um, Haruhimo, Haruhiro just puts his fist out and waits there for about five seconds. For like time. <laughs> and and, and I, I think they completely missed a trick here where he should have just shook the fist of Haruhiro. I just tapped it. Yeah, just tapped it because he would, you know, you could play it off as if he doesn't remember from, uh, from, from before. He's got amnesia, so he doesn't know what the hell he's doing and he just shakes his hand. I thought that would have been a really well-timed bit of comedy but they didn't do it and that was we should get you in as a director i know for, for one of these right? shows you've got so many good ideas <laughs> speaking yes. of good ideas and then, and then we burn this episode uh along with episode three <laughs> um yeah so go on what's a good idea uh the fact that when they find a goblin instead of focusing on the goblin they focus on mary's ass yes exactly i said <laughs> it's exactly my thought we, we harahiro harahiro Yes. Haruhiro. Haruhiro. Yes. Um, find the, the hunting a gremlin and they find a gremlin, but we don't need to focus on goblin. that. Grem- Did I say gremlin? Goblin. <laughs> I've written. Yeah. <laughs> gremlin movies crossover. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, so brutal. We find, we find a goblin and we don't need to focus on that though, because we've got a lovely shot of Yum- Yumi's ass to inspect. And it's just perched there, lovely. From it's the, it is so prominent. I, I <laughs> center stage. I wasn't. Ex- yeah, I because Harahiro is looking at this goblin. And he's he's got like a, a bead of sweat running down his face. Oh, it's very he's tense. nervous. Yeah, and he remembers last time. And then it's just bang, bang. ass, ass in face. <laughs> yeah, it's it it it's there. And the sketchy etchy has returned. Oh, the sketchy etchy. Wonderful sketchy itchy. And we, what happens next? Oh, they, th- this scene's cool. I, there's so much that's good with this scene. Oh, yeah. The fighting scene. Uh, rant, rant, just, they, 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 they feel like they're t- taking this a bit more tactically. They feel like they've got a bit of a strategy here, but it's not polished. 
and they're sort of creeping up and Haruhiro sort of thinks, oh, maybe we should have come up with a signal. And in enters Ranta, who just screams, running down the hill at the, go- at the goblin, sort of alerting it and setting no, it off. He doesn't even run towards the goblin. There's a number of shots where he's just stood in the bushes, swinging his sword at Jack. <laughs> yeah, shit. And they comment on it's that. Up to it's Haruhiro. Like, oh, he's attacking the bushes now. Wonderful, brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Ranka, you dumb piece of shit. Yeah. And then. Haruhiro is left to basically confront the goblin alone, which, if you've played any game, you don't send your thief with the least amount of HP to the front lines. <laughs> <laughs> the tank is way back. He does a good job. But he does a good job of holding it he at He does bay. do a decent job. And I've, I'm going to bash this show a lot, so it's important that I give credit where credit's due. The realism with the cuts, with the slips, the mm. sort of uh dodges and things they're all really well done it's a really well paced um fight scene the aggression mm, of the gremlin, gets that really... the, gremlin. <laughs> the gremlin the gremlin they <laughs> they beat up that gremlin good <laughs> bloody gremlin yeah uh really good yeah it's really frenetic and they kind of they it really feels like they don't know what they're doing that they're stumbling they're slipping on the dirt the goblin especially after he gets uh, so Harahira manages to catch its wrist, but mm. then uh, Ranka, in all the confusion, manages to finally stab it. Yeah. And it pulls back, the blade comes out, and Ranka has this kind of sudden realisation that, oh, I cut bone. Yeah. Oh. And he looks properly horrified. Yeah, there is that sense. And they all do. Yeah, there is that sense of, uh, uh, oh my god, I've actually just uh, attacked something and made it bleed. And uh, again, it's you gotta give credit to it it's it, it, I, I like that it portrays it well and the the kind of the rest of the fight is once they realize that oh it bleeds and it screams mm. in pain and in fear they then suddenly realize oh this is something that we're gonna have to learn to live with and deal with yeah and they they take it down or they think they take it down and then Oh, it's just Ranta killing the yeah. uh, the goblin is absolutely horrific. He just he body body slams it into the dirt, yeah. and it's screaming and wailing, and he's just stabbing it again and again and again, and then he starts crying because he's just killed something, and it's like, who let these kids here? <laughs> yeah, I think what what this oh. what this scene does really well as as well as that is the perspective, the camera angles. Are sort of wide enough that you can that you can appreciate all of the movements and stuff. There's none of this flashy sort of really close in sl- sword movements mm. on their own without any context. Um, it it seems that seems to make it play out more real, more static. Everything feels more in control. There's no sort of op sort of jumps through the air and do you know what I mean? It's it feels. Like yeah. these are real people. There's, solid. Like there's magic here, but it's not to the point where, like in Bleach, where they're diving through the air yeah. and slashing monsters and limbs are flying off. This is, and you're right when yeah. when when he goes in on that goblin and finishes it off. It's it gets blood all over up his face and things. It's 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 a it's a brutally mm. good scene. Um, yeah, yeah, fair. And we really we really just don't see this usually. No, almost anywhere. We don't. 
empathize with the monsters and sword art kirito's killing boars straight out the gate uh bleach uh ichigo's slicing up hollows without any fear in madoka they're fighting witches without any kind of pause but here the enemy is there's pains that the enemy isn't othered yeah they are living things they are desperate to survive and in this world if you don't understand that that you're gonna get hurt yeah and how the hero gets stabbed and uh ranta gets cut up a bit i mean they do have they do have the power to just heal them instantly but yeah they do get recover blood (laughs) no your body has to do that for you yeah which is still just it's a bit convenient but also you see that they don't want to get hurt they get hurt and they're like oh this actually (laughs) yikes yeah um so they 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 from there there's this um, your favorite scene is it my favorite scene oh is it oh is it that so yeah they decided to take the rest of the day off because they're lazy fuckers and it's the complete opposite of sword art where like <laughs> they jump through 17 levels an episode and power up massively here they kill one monster in the first two episodes and they just take the rest of the day off it's fine we'll go do something else for a bit and uh give you five yeah, uh, so they sell off the stuff, don't they? Because they have to collect stuff from the goblins to sell on. Um, yeah, and they take a- like a damaged silver piece, which is only worth thirty, and then it's the fang itself. Yeah, and the it's actual a, it, monster it's, parts. Isn't it a bit weird that the piece of silver isn't worth isn't worth a piece of silver, but the wolf fang it's, is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, the piece of silver did have like a, a hole missing in it. Yeah, so I guess if it's like. It weighted then it makes sense but also sucks to be them (laughs) (laughs) yeah which is basically could be the tagline of this show sucks to be this party of adventurers yeah there's a lot of um self loathing sort of realizing that they're the crap party they're not very they're the runts they're the runts of the litter yeah um Mm. now i'm gonna rebut your take on this like long scene yeah, okay, go on. Because I quite liked I'm, it. I'm just going to play FIFA. Because we get... Okay, he's, he's, he's going to play FIFA. I'm going to explain why I liked it. Like, we get this montage of Harahiro going through the town, and it's got his shot beautifully. It's got this beautiful orange sunset that's playing over everything, and he looks at both sides of the life of an adventurer, like the ones who are buying the meat at the market and happy, and then the ones that are literally lying in the gutter. And we see everybody going about shopping and eating and unwinding and it's a nice reflective scene that um takes away a lot of that tension that we just had when we watched these characters literally get traumatized by killing something sam Mm -hmm. it's four fucking minutes (laughs) like i get it look if you if you hire a band (laughs) to do every song in your show you get the playtime out of each of their songs i agree like i was my, my notes start with like soft soft song kicks in for some reason as uh Harahiro walks around town admiring everything there's this there's that you know they they see we we see uh Ranka finally eat the chicken that he's he mentioned earlier in episode one i think um, bones and all yeah uh, yeah bones and all and the girls are buying pants apparently for some reason and getting all shy oh, no, they weren't buying that. pants they were just like looking at them weren't they oh well that's fine because that's all girls want to look at Boys want to eat chicken. Just pants. Boys want to eat chicken. Chicken and meat. And meat. And girls look at panties and clothes. And that's 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 how reality is 
Uh, yeah, because yep. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Grimgar. And big big sword dude is washing his big sword. Um, yeah, and sewing. I like him. He's a big gentle giant. Yeah, which <laughs> I I, th- I thought this like in the fight scenes. I was like, surely that's a hell of a big sword. Surely he can just do one big horizontal swipe, and that goblin is done for. That goblin's done. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he ends it with like a blow to the head, doesn't he? Yeah. he comes down on top of him. It's like, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? I got stabbed. It turns out he is pretty slow because I think the the goblin does jump around his sword for a little bit, um, which I guess makes mm. sense. You know, lots of power, not a lot of finesse and uh, speed. Um, so yeah, that song is. It was fine to begin with, but you know, like I say, I, wa- I watch these twice through seeing that play through twice i couldn't watch it again it, it there's so much uh meandering meandering he's literally meandering yeah. through the streets yeah mm. and then and then it pour, and then i think that's the end of the episode i literally wrote end of the episode i thought that was it and oh no there's another scene yep where ranta continues to be the absolute worst yeah. human mm. ever yeah he goes oh he decides he decides that he's going to go watch the girls in the bath and he's so unapologetic about this and <laughs> that idea where he's Nathan Nathan from Misfits that's that's his name it's just come to me <laughs> this scene massively So Nathan goes downstairs <laughs> he just, he's such a horny little teenager and he's like he 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 tells the guy he wakes up and he says they're, they're like, where are you going? He's, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the showers. And he's like, they're like, well, you've, but the girls are there. Yeah, the girls are there. You've already, you've already washed up. What are you doing? He's like, you're an idiot, aren't you? Like, and <laughs> isn't it obvious? Are you coming? And it's like, no, no. What are you doing? You can't just go. Oh, come on! It'll be fine. We were born naked. I appreciate that the other boys try to stop him, mm. but are completely ineffective. Yeah. It's like they're so half-heartedly trying to do it. Yeah, so he and- he makes his way to the bathroom and we just hear this scream in the distance of the girls. And that's that's where the episode ends. And He does get the shit beaten out of him. The girls do beat him up and kick him out of the bath. Okay. So, and we do, and we, and it, <laughs> if to give even only half a point to this show, mm. it's that it doesn't show the girls in the bathroom. It's, it's like... It doesn't true, go that far. True, it doesn't. Service. It doesn't. But still, I had to sit through four minutes of that scene to get I this. I can't believe that this is your hanging point. <laughs> this is. Just... <laughs> I hate music videos. I hate them so much. I... More goblin murder. Well, yes, please. More goblin murder. I don't. It's... <sighs> Episode one, right? Episode one. They find out a bit about how they got there, but not really, and we don't get any more insight into that at all over these first three episodes. They're really bad no. at the job, and they don't kill anything, and we find out there's a lot of things about sex, and they talk about it a lot. That's episode one. Mm. Episode two, they kill one gobl- goblin. and Goblin. Go- <laughs> they kill a goblin, and they perv on the girls <laughs> in the shower. That's, that's episode two. And they have a cool scene where they walk around town. And you get to play FIFA for a bit. <laughs> this is a win-win situation, Will. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you've got to make the most of it, I guess. So, um, episode three, Sam. We get some yes. more narration. Not narration. We get, we get a conversation between Big Dude and uh, and Hiro, Harahiro. 
and he's cooking. Yes. And I get the fact that we're trying to build these characters and we're trying to sort of give uh, sort of clues as to their past and what they might have been good at. And our big dude thinks that he's might have been good at cooking and might have enjoyed cooking. And hmm. but I don't have. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I don't have time for this. When you're not... You, you... Right. It's moving slow on every single side of things. It's moving slow on the battle side of things. The relationships. The, nothing's moving forward with the relationships between the characters, really. The, uh, them understanding their identity is so slow-paced. We're not getting any insight into why they're there, where they came from. It's like, this is the one thing that I don't care about. I don't care about who they were in the past. I want to know where they came from. Who they are now. I want to know why they're there, how they got there. The fact that he might have been good at cooking, fuck a doodle do. Who gives a crap? (laughs) It's fleshing him out. It's nice. (laughs) They got eggs, Will. Will, they got (laughs) eggs. Where did the eggs come from? They can have a good breakfast. (laughs) Don't ask where the eggs came from. Oh god, no. The goblin. <laughs> goblin eggs for breakfast, guys. Gobble it down. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Mm. So we we I thought like, I quite liked it. And they had like a little question. Haruhiro says, Oh, what do you like more, cooking or eating? I thought that was interesting. I am like, oh, I made fast me and loose with the word interesting, like... aren't you, Sam? <laughs> I was like I I it made me think. I I thought, oh, do I like cooking more? Do I like eating more? And I was like Ah, yeah, <laughs> Sam. If you have time to think about that, this show is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fantasy show where there's literally goblins, magic, and sword fighting. Yeah, and I'm going. Do I like to cook? <laughs> <Yeah>. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the fact that you're, you know, giving yourself <laughs> these big life questions. By the way, who likes cooking more than eating? That's ridiculous. You, I quite like cooking more than eating. You're a sociopath. I, what, are you de- on about? what are you on about? <laughs> I think it depends. Like, obviously, I like to eat food, especially if the food's good, but there's a certain fun in cooking that Sam. heightens when you Sam. eat. Sam. No? Sam. No? <laughs> Come on. Oh. What, what was the last meal that you... What was the last meal that you cooked? I made breakfast. <laughs> that doesn't I count. I made bacon and eggs. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good. I mean, that... Yeah. Yeah, that's a top. That was fun. I had some, I had some tunes on. I was dancing away in the kitchen. I cooked. I cooked um, the other night. Uh, we cooked together. It was a lovely romantic meal. Me and my oh. girlfriend. We cooked um, uh, quesadillas. This black bean and chicken quesadillas it took us like an hour and a half. It tasted like feet. It went in the bin, and we had some cereal for dinner. <laughs> And, but did you enjoy the experience? Not really, because the black bean stuff stunk, and I knew I wasn't going to like it, and I carried on because I wanted to see it through, and it tasted like feet. And that was on a work night, and it really was an hour, hour and a half of my night that I really didn't want to waste cooking. Um, so it was very stressful, and uh, I'd much rather... I, I enjoyed the bowl of cereal. The bowl of cereal was good, because... I enjoy eating. Was the experience of making the bowl of cereal fun? For Not you? really. It's really for. Frust- uh, <laughs> I, I get palpitations if I can't eat my cereal straight away. <laughs> like if, if if I've got to pour my cereal and like leave it sitting there and watching it get soggy. Like if I've got to find a video to watch because I like to like watch something like a Netflix or 
whilst you're YouTube. eating. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have something on, don't you, while you're watching? If I can't find something yeah, quick enough, some background noise, and, and my cereal's just sitting, and there, it's like starting to get soggy. my mouth's watering, and I'm just like, no, I need to eat now. And <laughs> it's, it's weird. You're having a full anxiety <laughs> attack whilst whilst trying to find a YouTube video. No, that's too long. That's too yeah. short. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> And then you put it, you finally put it on and you think you've got your release and then, then there's 30 seconds of adverts that you have to sit through and it's like, no. And then by then you've already finished your cereal. So now it's like, oh, well, I've got to get ready for work now. Shit. Uh, it's a terrible cycle. God. First world problems. So. Oh my God. What are we talking about? Grim they apologise to the girls for perving on them the night before. This is the beginning of episode three. Episode three. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, they get and basically they're all at odds with each other over the course of the next couple of days because they don't. The girls aren't haven't forgiven the boys, and the boys are kind of too bullheaded to apologise properly to the girls, um, and so that it won't happen again. <laughs> I did like. Yeah, I did like. Of... Um, what's his name? Uh, what's R- Ranker? I did like. So they're apologising to the girls, and he's just stood there like, "I'm not apologising." You, you girls are stupid. Like I'm not apologising for what I did, and then that's not the funny bit. But the funny bit is like we didn't see anything anyway. He has this right sulk where he's like, <laughs> yeah, he has to get that last word in. Like, damn, damn towels were covering the good bits. Stupid, useless towels. It's <laughs> 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 just having a go at the towels. Like it's such a like such a good comment. I did laugh at that. It was very funny. Yeah. He may be the worst person in the world, and, the, and then he, he knows how. Well, then to... he goes on to prove he's the worst person by saying, "Come on, you're flat as a board. It's not like you have anything I want to see." It's like, oh god, you've just gone from oh, one extreme to the, the age-old debate amongst anime fans: is flat justice or a big bouncy badoinkadoinks the way to go? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Uh, n- <laughs> next week we will be discussing the age-old <laughs> question. Oh. Text in your answers now. Oh, <laughs> So the, yeah, so yeah. it's a simple goal that they decide to set for themselves. They go, okay, we need new underwear because mm. our clothes. We've not caught any uh, goblins. We've not caught any monsters in about four or five days. Mm. We are flat broke. We're running out of cash. We need to, and we're having to stitch together our our pants yeah. to stay like decent. So they decide to not sleep in their pants in order to get some more wear and tear out of them. Which leads to the other sketchiest etchy moment of which Haruhiro is equally as guilty. Oh, absolutely. The girls I don't trust come down girl. to wash their clothes. And uh, yeah, I trusted you, Haruhiro. <laughs> I know. But you're just as skeevy as Ranta. Exactly. Go on. What, do you, did but you know he, down what he's he washing his. No, I didn't. What did he say? So he's, he's washed his stuff up and he goes out. He's thinking about the fact that he's not got any underwear and he's thinking, well, what are the girls doing? And he passes the girls that go into the wash up themselves and he peers around the corner and he sees that they haven't got any underwear on either. And we get another nice ass shot. And yep, we settle on those thighs because thideology is the only way forward. Is it? What's thideology, Sam? Is it thideology? It's my religion, which is worshipping all thighs (laughs) around the world because thick thighs save lives. Well, (laughs) And so he, uh, <laughs> oh God, I'm ranting. Har- <laughs> I'm, I'm questioning everything about this podcast now. Um, Harahiro <laughs> leaves the room and sort of peers around the corner and he sort of has this existential crisis where he's like, he, he says to himself, um, 
they're too vulnerable and I'm too weak. Like, what's he planning? <laughs> what is he planning to do? What do you mean he's too weak? Too weak to what? Walk away? Like, oh, that is so dodgy. That is so bad. They're vulnerable and I'm too weak. What, and then what do you mean? And he, and, and, uh, fair enough, he stops right And he's there. like, should I tell them? Maybe I won't tell them. Yeah. No, I will tell them. <laughs> like, he's like having this complete mental battle about whether we should tell the girls that, oh, actually, we can see quite a lot. Yeah. And I do, I, either I don't want to jump you or <laughs> Ranta's definitely going to jump you. Yeah. It's, um, he does stop. And who knows about the priest? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll, do, he'll, he'll do it, but get away with it because Catholicism. And, um, <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Um, so they, he stops Ranta mm. going and, um, by the way, is it Ranta or Ranka? Cause you seem to change between the two. Oh, it's, that's just cause I got it wrong. <laughs> it's just, he's Rank, so he's Ranka, but his natural name is Ranta. Right, good, cause that's what I've written, <laughs> but I've been saying Ranka all the time because that's what you've been saying and I just sort of went along with that. <laughs> ah, bugger. <laughs> okay. Oops. So we, 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 we finally get, uh, Ranta, who's trying, trying to go wash his stuff, and he's hoping to see the girls. And Hirohiro stops him, and he's like, "No, dude, it's fine. You don't need to go wash up. Come on, come on, let's go back to bed. It's fine." And he convinces him. This is ten minutes in this plot point, and I'm like, "I don't need this plot." This is point. the most heroic thing we've seen so far, <laughs> yes, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Despite all the goblin slaying, he's the most heroic thing. Is all the had a hero <laughs> deciding that he wants to be a good person for the first time ever, yeah. and stopping Ranker ran, ran, <laughs> pervert man yeah. from being a pervert man. Yeah, fair. I mean, all right. And to be fair, a lot of this episode is a bit is a bit wishy washy because Absolutely. the main takeaway is okay. So they've gone to this. They found a new hunting ground yes. they go to this city which is where we are now city. and that's yeah go on what happens here this whole city they're they're mapping it out and they're basically they're being the worst people in the world by jumping goblins in their sleep yes and killing them yeah and ranta as well again even with the element of surprise <laughs> even with the goblin asleep <laughs> still has to get his ass saved by uh manato because he scuffs Killing somebody in their sleep. He does. Somehow. But he, he doesn't realise that. <laughs> well, he does realise that, but he completely plays it off that he's awesome and he he's did like, it. I did one it. Swing. I killed them. Aren't I great? <laughs> yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah. And again, the realistic kill scene. The, the fighting scene mm-hmm. in that in, in that bit where they sneak up, you know, they're trying to be more strategic. They're realising yeah. they need they need some help in this, so we're going to wait until they're asleep. And they found a place where they sort of are populated a little bit more densely. And, uh, yeah. So it's high, higher risk, but they get more rewards and it, and it does pay off. Yes. So, and we see them when they're like, he stabs the goblin and it's like, he gets caught in his chest bone. Mm. So it doesn't go down in one hit. So Manato has to like batter it with yeah. like the yeah. end of his cane. Yeah. And it's just like, you see it just <laughs> properly snaps the gobbo. Yeah. Uh, and, um, th- there's a lot more narration over the top, uh, they, they 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 earn a lot more money. They're sort of selling things and getting money, and we don't really. We, I think we see. Is it, do we just see the one kill? It's the one kill, and it's implied that they're yes, doing a lot more. Yeah. But they're, they're it's not implied. It's and... narrated over the top exactly what they're doing. And then there's yeah. another short montage of them him Harahiro buying underwear and 
cleaning weapons. Yeah. Oh, it's not really a montage. I did quite like it's just the kind of, yeah, yeah, another song plays. Um, it's not by yeah. no name. Yeah, but it's but but it's um, full on scenes. Plays. It's full on scenes. But it's where we yeah, watch the guys it's voiced, eat. It's not just a montage. We watch guys eat. We, we they buy food. They clean weapons. And I play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I quite liked it because it was after all this two episodes of trudging and trying to get by in this horrible world. They finally get some good stuff. Yeah. But honestly, after the song ended, the whole like last part of the episode can be summed up by. The boys have a chat. Yeah. Oh my god. That and chat. then they go to sleep. It's a bit weird, wasn't it's it? It's was so kind of like, long again. Thank you for for helping me and keeping us safe. I don't know about that. Maybe I'm not the kind of person that people should be friends with. Oh, I think you but are. You've literally saved our lives. Yeah, I think you are. But you've saved my life too. I don't think people no. liked me before. Oh, I'm sure they did. And then they, I guess they... Have you seen you? You're attractive as fuck. I guess then they got into each other's bunk and the rest was history. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'm, sh- Good for I'm them. shipping it. I'll ship anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might as well in yeah, this and then episode. That just... Anything goes in this episode. Yeah. I, this is true. And that kind of, that takes us more or less to the end. Yeah, that's the, that's the end. Because again, like, as meandering as the show is, we've meandered our way to the final episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, um... Uh, <sighs> Have you got any odds and ends? Um, does it continue at this pace? There's there's no one of one of my big things is that outside of the group there's no other characters we we don't really apart from the first episode where we get like the big dude who's really buff and goes off and succeeds and we get the barkeep who's yeah. like I don't know our, um you know the person who the kind of recruiter yeah yeah apart from that we get the chicken man who sells chicken, but we don't really get any other outside characters <laughs> who are there to sort of... Yeah, it's a very tight focus on the on the core party for the first few episodes. Which I guess can be uh, go, go, going f- a good thing, but it's it's a bit like, mm. where's everyone else? What's everyone else doing? How are they getting on? Is Because I need some sort of scope as to how other people are finding it. Yeah, we get a couple of throwaway lines to the other parties, don't we? Yeah. Um, oh, he just... This guy took the strongest guys and went and did really well. And we suck. Why can't we follow that guy? Um, that sounds like a better series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just that whole idea of trying to subvert for the sake of subverting. Mm. So they're they're purposely telling the story of instead of coming to a new world and knowing the systems and having an advantage, like in most isekai, we're going to instead follow people who are so completely out of their depth that they struggle to even kill the weakest monster. Yeah, And I like that they took the attempt to do it. Yeah. But I, I, I likewise, I don't think it always pays off. I need to shout out the background art okay. in this show. Go on. Well done. Because it is gorgeous. Mm. Every background is like a, water, a full watercolor painting, and it's so yeah. full of detail and life. It's, it, it helped me, at least, to really kind of buy into this being a lived-in world versus just kind of bland set dressing i did like the um, the uh i liked the colors i liked the um sort of yeah watercolor feel to it the out- yeah. outlines were nice and light they weren't uh bold classic uh anime-esque uh 
outlines. Yeah, watercolor. I think could be the subtitle for this series as well because everything is watercolor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the backgrounds are watercolor. The characters are sometimes watercolor. Mm. The, it's it's got a really nice effect. Mm. Unfortunately, the the studio that did the backgrounds have actually gone defunct now because oh, no. of the founder's health. But they did like so, work for loads of stuff. They did work for Yu Yu Hakusho. They've done stuff for Bleach. They've done stuff for Gurren Lagann. It's it's really interesting. I, I went on a bit of a deep dive for them, but I just wanted to shout them out because it's really good work and it's something that I don't think you often think about with anime. Yeah. You don't really think about the backgrounds, but when you pay attention to them and think over the course of an episode, yes, the animation of the characters looks really good, but then to actually create a background in that much detail with that much artistic competence and you've got to make maybe 50 of these per episode yeah. to have the characters move around i just like i think of the man hours that goes into that I, my mind just melts yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough good shout out i like that it's um the uh, the yeah the animation and art is really cool shall we move on to decide whether this gets into the universe sam Yes, it's time for our big three, the three questions that will decide whether or not this is a good show for a novice and whether it will get into the anime. This is going to be an interesting discussion. Okay, well, so our first question is, is this conceptually good? Is it a good idea what do you think? Yeah, I love the idea, um, which might sound weird coming from what how how much I bash this show, um, but it has to. It's got there's a lot more criteria. It's got to fulfil yet, and conceptually, <laughs> I love I love that. You know, I said right at the beginning that crossover with um, Maze Runner with Sao and Dan Machi. Those three really sort of conceptualised this show for me, and they took really cool elements from each. It wasn't, it was the good elements. So it was the memory loss, the, um, the monster fighting and the, um, what's the word for another world? Isekai. Isekai, the Isekai from SAO and stuff that really, uh, just create this really interesting concept and idea. And it's like that idea that there's no, there's no new, there's nothing new under the sun is there? There's no new ideas but the way you arrange stuff and the way you pull from different genres can create something yeah. new in itself. So I think they've done a really good job of that. And I liked, yeah, that, that all sort of spoke to me and I was really excited going in from the very first part of that series of the, of episode one, when it's like straight into the action and we get this idea that straight into that fight. And we and that. They drip feed in that stuff about amnesia and not really remembering anything. And, uh, yeah, I think it's conceptually really cool. What about you? Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's a really good concept um, on a storytelling level. It's kind of like a fantasy, like Lord of the Rings, but we, but instead of jumping about those months in advance and whatever, like you say, we, we kind of drop in with the weakest guys and see them actually in real time build themselves up. Like over the course of three episodes, we go from losing to a goblin and not being able to land spells to, oh, I guess I've just about managed to land a hit if the goblin's sleeping. Yeah. Um, I like that. For me, that slow progression works mm. because it's supported by such strong presentation. Um, and we don't just see the, okay, I automatically understand and now I'm a badass. Yeah. 
I, I like the idea that there's a bit more struggle to it, which is why that's probably my favorite kind of isekai. Yeah. When we look at different shows going down the line, you'll notice that the isekais that I like are not the ones where it's a power fantasy. It's where it's like a struggle. Mm. Um, and the isekai part of this show, I think it adds a really interesting layer of mystery about, okay, how did they get here? And why don't they know anything? Yeah. Why is the moon weird and red and glowy? Mm. But also, I think you could take those isekai elements out. I think you could get rid of the, they've arrived here mysteriously, et cetera, et cetera. And just have this as a story of young adventurers trying to make their way in the world. And it would be equally as interesting. Yeah. The isekai element, I feel, Mm. just adds that, like another just underlying element of mystery that, so it's cool. I, I yeah, so yeah, I, good concept. I think it's a good concept in that respect, but I also don't know whether they do it to to the best. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, I guess I guess that comes into do you want? Does it make me want to watch more? So I, I can I can leave that a little yeah. bit. But I'm I'm worried that yeah, that isekai could just be added on and taken off, and you'd still enjoy it. But with it there, do they pay it any dues really uh, in these first three episodes? Because I don't really get a sense of anything other than from the first episode um there's no sort of build on that or payoff at all or any sort of clues further down but Mm. so all right yes it's a good concept are there any funded second question are there any fundamental turnoffs sam uh okay so for me um obviously there's the sketchy etchy Mm -hmm. that kind of comes into it and that's a given i don't i didn't remember it being (laughs) as much as this when i came back to this show mm. um but i definitely don't think it's as in your face and as blatant as something like kakaguri or food wars yeah. was and they even kind of lampshade it a bit when they talk about the practicality of not wearing clothes to save costs and um a- about the way that the jobs and the clothes that they get is a bit embarrassing to wear but that's just a given in the world so it doesn't save that but it's still something that kind of definitely gets in the way of the rest of the show also like ranta is an asshole to the absolute extreme mm. but even harahiro has lewd thoughts as well which isn't unreasonable i feel for somebody in that situation no he's an he's a terrible character but that's how he's supposed to be yeah okay so the sketchy etchy for me isn't in the same way that other shows have done it it's not the visual sketchy etchy it's the verbal it's the things that are said more than Mm. anything it's the references to boobs constantly it's the um references to like uh perving and being uh obsessed with this you know female form and objectifying women and insulting women and making assumptions about women and making these characters submissive and dominatrixy and it's the, the the language that they use more than the visual stuff so i think there is still quite a lot there. the attitude isn't it yeah um and i think uh, it, if you're not familiar with anime you're going to find that quite uh awkward and a little bit mm. uh, um unsettling um and it, 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 let's be let's be frank it's very sexist in a lot of what they say you know it's not do you mm. know what i mean like it's the the the, the women characters 
there's a bit where one of the girls is crying because she, uh, and r- really scared and upset, be hi- hiding behind someone because she doesn't want the cute boy to talk to him. Or she, but she kind of does. It's that very yeah. sort of. Um, it's this kind of power. weird stereotype of, oh, the the she doesn't understand or or know her own feelings, so she has no choice but to hide from it. Yeah, and the way in which every problem from the girl's point of view, the writer decided, okay, so there's there's tension here, so we'll solve it by the girls just act more sexy mm. to diffuse the tension and solve the problems. It's and even the way that the mage character acts, like she barely speaks for the first three episodes yeah. because And it's okay to have shy characters. But Yeah, exactly. When it's countered but it's also she... not okay to lech on them and perv on them and have them f- fall into all these unfortunate situations and not have the agency to be able to defend themselves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know, that is kind of a big thing, but it's not the only problem I have with this as far as fundamental turnoffs are concerned. It, it's the way the show runs. It's that um, there's massive, long, expositional and narr- narrative, uh, for narrative purposes, just montages of things. You know, we talked about the four-minute wonder. Just info dumping. Yep. There's... Four-minute wonder. <laughs> I, I, genuinely, I genuinely think these three episodes could be summed up in one. They, they, it could have been one episode, and I think that would have been mm. enough to hook everyone in. We see... We see the bit. We see them struggle at the beginning. They can't kill anything. They then work at it, and they 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 have these maybe a chat about like, oh my god, this is so hard. We've got to do this, 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 and then they go right. Let's try this, and then they go and succeed in killing one, and then they're like, right, thing. shine to the next episode where we're going to go and look in this place because we know, yeah, maybe two, one or two episodes could it, these. There could have been so much cut out that would have made it more gripping and more at a better pace for me. Yeah. I think you, you mentioned it. My counterpoint for that would be that the slow pace gives the time for the characters to breathe if this was a better written show. Yeah. I think having that slow pacing should give us times to look into a character's inner workings, to see how they react to certain mundane situations. But a lot of it is just fluff yeah it is that doesn't actually advance i've their got no dynamics when, or their relationships when we, when we talk about pacing for me it doesn't matter whether it's a small um whether it's a small scale story or a huge th- it doesn't matter about the, the pace that the plot's moving forward but it's the pace that the st- that things are developing within the show there's so much waffle here and so much stuff that just mm. doesn't add anything to the world and i'm like Okay, so like the conversation at the end of episode three when the boys are chatting in the in the bed, like yeah, it it, it could have been done in a line. It's a long it's so, scene. It, it, it's a long scene that doesn't, doesn't. It's not good. Have any benefit being long? No. It, I, like you say, it could just be kind of summed up and and one and done. And um, knowing where the series kind of goes from mm, here, yeah. it's been a while since I've watched it, but I think that slow build where you're just exposed to these characters. Mm. It's, I, I feel like it might be a choice in terms of why they do that and why they have you just getting to see the, the, the breakfast mm. and the day to days and everything else in order to kind of deepen your, mm. I guess, understanding of, or just 
exposure to these characters whereas in other shows you'd split the split the cast up and have them do individual things here they're almost always together and you see them all working as a unit from scrabbly start to somewhat coherent yeah and i think that's a specific choice Mm. but it's the same problem that madoka magica had but worse where at least with madoka magica even when they were like doing the um waffling and the going on dates and the, and the talking about everything else mm. it was in service of lowering your guard yeah whereas here in the first three episodes your guard is up from the start because you see that goblin fight and then in episode two your guard is still up because the, the when they kill the goblin it's still a struggle and you know okay so my i'm your guard doesn't drop because you know that every fight's going to be like that it's going to be scrappy and it's going to be yeah. dangerous so the meandering sections feel more like tension relief, but it clearly for viewers like you, it go, goes on for too long. Yeah. Yeah. It massively. I don't mm. think uh, uh, way too long, way too much of it. And you know, you, we, we touched on it earlier, but you, you mentioned Lord of the Rings and comparing it to that sort of fast, faster paced, maybe skipping certain things. Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. asks the big questions about like whether using something evil to do good like the one ring is a, is morally okay and justified this show asks the big questions about whether it's more satisfying to cook your are food you an ass or a thigh or man? eat your food <laughs> <laughs> or whether you're an ass or a thigh man it's it's not lord of the rings and it shouldn't try to be better than that or ask better questions it's lord of the rings if you read the book because have you tried reading the lord of the rings oh my god i've tried like 40 pages of them walking through fields my dude i know (laughs) i know it's fair and to be fair the the, the, (laughs) it's lord of the rings book but the lord of the rings movie return of the king is pretty slow yeah it's like three hours maybe lord of the rings isn't as good as we think (laughs) it's got it's got next week join us (laughs) uh so yeah i don't know I think that's it for for fundamental turnoffs. Yeah. yeah, it's the pacing is is a bit can be a massive turnoff, especially because there's no payoff to the end mm. of it. At least in the first three episodes, um, for me, I think that there's some payoff later down the line. But you'd have to power through so much yeah. more of this slow pace to get there, and the sketchy, sketchy edgy. Okay, so that leads us will to our final question of the big three, and I want you to tell me: Does it make you want to watch more? Okay, my simple answer is no. I'm afraid I I don't want, I don't want to watch more at the minute. I think the fact that I was I was sat there playing FIFA during my second watch because I wasn't engaged, I wasn't hooked. It didn't do a good job. I think that says enough, doesn't it? it well, really? for me, it does. I yeah, mean, you can, like, you can completely disagree because you obviously you, you you've sort of hinted that you've that you've got something in this show that there's something in this show that you really like and have enjoyed and you have been hooked and you have watched it all, but it's, yeah, it's just, there's not enough in it at the minute. It's just, yeah, everything that we've mentioned before, I, I, I didn't want to carry on watching the, the only saving grace it's not even a saving grace because they don't do it. I, I, I want to I want to know why they're there. I want to know where the amnesia comes from mm. and that sort of... Uh, it, Ichikai? Not Ichikai. What's it, what's it called? Isekai. Isekai. So close. Isekai. That, I want to understand that and figure out where that's coming from. Um, because if you're going to drop that in in episode one, 
give me something towards it. You know, if you're not going to, that's fine. I'll watch mm. it from a different perspective. But you're dropping that on me. And I'm like, I want to know where, where that's coming from. Because at the minute, part of me is like, have they been put into a video game? Because they've got a different moon and stuff. So uh, if they're in a video game, mm. then I've, there's no risk here. And I don't care. Do you know what I mean? There's, I don't want to invest in... But because it's that I've, mystery and they're not I, willing yeah. to talk about the mystery. I've got my barriers up you, about you, what the risk is in this situation. Because if it is something like, oh, it was all a dream, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I... This is This was really tricky for me. This was my main point of contention. Because for me, I thought the concept was good. I thought that the, the turn-offs were there, but I don't think unsurmountable. Okay. And for me, it was it was the watching more, mm. and I left these three episodes not wanting to watch more. Mm. But aside from the occasional bursts of violence, it's a very relaxed show that takes it at its own pace. And I'm not chomping at the bit to just watch more slice of life fantasy world when I, I want to watch more struggling against goblins and yeah. and selling stuff and haggling and, and that that aspect of the world but even that and stuff I isn't done that... well enough there's one scene of haggling and then even they they cook some food but it, they don't all have there's no emotion attached to it it's sort of like a bit of narration a bit of questioning and we sort of get an insight mm. into potentially what their characters were like beforehand but there's not like oh, we've cooked all this meal and then everyone's having a good time enjoying the food and really sort of bouncing off each other and, and Bonding, bonding. It's, just, it's just sort of there for the sake of a little bit of exposition and it doesn't do a good job of it in my opinion yeah i think again like from what i remember of this show i always rem- and i look back at what rating i gave this when i uh when i finished watching these three episodes and i was like oh that's quite surprising um because in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, Grimgar, that's the one with the really good backgrounds. And there's this twist and mm. there's this really cool bit at this point in the show. But then watching it again, it, like we talked about already, the pacing kind of just killed my drive to want to watch more immediately. Unlike Erased, which we last watched, where I was, li- I literally finished uh, the podcast and then watched all of Erased back to back. This, I finished the three episodes and went, oh, well, I'm glad that's done. I'm going to go play Final Fantasy fourteen and actually just play a sped up version of this game. Yeah. So I know that there's good stuff to come and I would still recommend this as a show to people, but mm. I don't think I can recommend it as a first time show because people who watch this as their first anime or one of their first anime might go, wow, Isekai shows are super boring and super long and they don't go anywhere. Yeah. I agree. I don't think we can allow it in. And, and I have brought you round, Sam. Oh, you <laughs> did it. You convinced me. Yeah, yeah. I came into this thinking... I, Four minutes, I think Sam. even despite Four the flaws. Four minutes. <laughs> I liked that scene, okay? This is the hill that I will die on. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Well, sorry, Grimgar of Illusions and Ash, or Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash, or Grimgar of Four Minutes of Music Video. <laughs> and FIFA. You don't make it in to the anniversary this yeah. week. You're not a show that I think that we can uh, reasonably show off. Yeah, to an absolute noob. So, fair enough. You know, what more can you do? What have we got next week, Sam? Next week. Well, Will, next week... 
We are going to, again, once again, shift genres absolutely and utterly completely, going from an isekai to a comedy slash slice of life. Ooh. Next week, Will, I would like you to watch the first three episodes of the comedy series Kaguya-sama Love is War. Okay, brilliant. I look forward to watching that this week, and we will see you guys next week to discuss that. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Please go back and listen to previous episodes. You can choo- pick and choose to your heart's delight what your, fa- your favourite shows are and be either amazed or uh, disappointed at whether they get into the universe or not. Um, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Um, I'm going to stop promoting Facebook soon because I, we don't use it. Um, uh, but we can, yeah, you, can fi- you can find <laughs> us at Gateway to the Universe on all of those. Uh, on Twitter, we're Gateway TTA, but you can find us if by searching our full name anyway. And um, yeah, we'd love to, we're, we're, we're trying to be more active on there and interact with more people and we're, we're finding it very fun and engaging. So uh, hit us up. Yeah, we've had some great responses to uh, some polls that we've run. We've been asking people what shows they've been watching this season and kind of showing off short clips of the show. And it's really, really fun to talk to people who actually watch and enjoy the show. So please, if even if it's just, uh, hey, watch this next let us know send us a dm send us a message it would be greatly appreciated subscribe to the podcast so you get uh new episodes in your feed and we will see you next week in the universe take care bye